0: Without further ado, we're diving right into spoilers. Skip over this, check the timestamps. We're no holds barred from here on out. So if you don't if you haven't seen Tenet and you don't want it spoiled, get the fuck out of here right now cuz we're jumping into it.
1: S P O I L. Spoil. Spoil Soiled it. Spoil
0: it. Spoil it. You ruined it and I'm leaving. Okay. So <laughs> since we can assume everyone here has seen the movie, we don't necessarily need to rehash out the entire plot, but here's what I will say. Um, Because I know you guys are going to have a lot of negative things to say, and that's not because this is a a bad movie, but there's a lot of things to nitpick. Did I understand this movie? No. Was I confused a lot of the time? Absolutely. Did I understand the dialogue? Maybe 40% of it. Did I care? (laughs) Did I care about any of that? No. Because all of... all of the action all of the the i loved the sound design i know it was too loud to hear the voices but i loved the sound design i felt like i was fucking there for most of the explosions i think jd washington Mm -hmm. is an incredible lead i thought he was perfect in this um and it's it was seemed like very nolan in all of the ways that i like nolan is it my favorite movie of his no but i just i i know you're about to lay out some very reasonable criticisms I just didn't care because I had that much fun in it. And there was so much of this movie where I was going, holy shit, I cannot believe they did this. That like it superseded any nitpicks that I was going to have. So that said, I will step back from the microphone and let you guys go in here.
1: Wait, how high were you? That's what I want to know.
0: Well, there, (laughs) there. He
1: had a few
2: recreationals. Oh my god! He had one, maybe two recreationals.
1: I didn't know your voice could go any higher. I thought (laughs) you were already hitting the peak of male octaves. But okay, cool. So he's not going to answer the question, but I got the how many (laughs)
2: recreationals?
1: Yeah, that's your answer. Okay, team, who's starting it off?
3: I think we should go with you since you're the lowest.
1: I'm the lowest. Yeah. Okay. I, I, so I have, okay. I have like a hundred things to say and also zero things to say at the same time. Like it's a very, very big, uh, <laughs> because just like what the fuck guys straight up like 20 minutes into this movie maybe a little longer let's say 45 i took out my phone and started taking notes because i was like i've already decided i i'm not gonna enjoy watching this so i may as well try to understand it and have some like good feedback to give and that's a very honest i've never in my life done that never in my life and i was like this is such a disaster that i want to be writing down what's a disaster about it so that i can review it afterwards um my first comment or my first note by the way was um that's the first thing i wrote down (laughs) um so basically what i said earlier yeah i i would really like to see from script to production to edit where where it seems like this went wrong because Um, For people that don't know California movie theaters aren't open And I have been looking forward to this movie So much um, that me And my best friend Jake road tripped To Vegas so I drove four and a half hours To see this movie Um, And then back in the same day So nine hours total in one day to see this movie And um, It took him and I Four hour Drive on the way back to fully Understand what the hell we had just Watched like four hours of nonstop talking and Googling and reading reviews and watching movies to get to a place where we understood what we had watched. And that's coming from two filmmakers who watch a lot of fucking movies, especially movies with complicated plots like this. Um, What I really want to know is... It there is so much of it. It had such a great concept, right? Like in theory, once you understand mm-hmm. it, it is a really great concept. Unlike or, or not unlike most Christopher Nolan movies, and he always does high concept, non-linear. It's always a big swing, kind of, and and obviously he's always succeeded with that big big swing. Um, he's always almost always been the one who's written the movies and directed them. I just don't see why this should be different. So I want to know what happened, but from script to production to edit. Yes, there. I can tell while watching this movie, how much they edited for time, because it like has no breathing room. It starts Mm -hmm. and it starts. And like, for something this complicated with this many confusing things, you need to let the audience like breathe. There need to be transition scenes where you're letting your head yeah. catch up and taking some time to process. From I'm I'm kidding you not. I think from I mean that whole opening sequence is probably what 15 minutes. I think from minute 25 I was like, I'm so lost, I can't even catch up. Like I felt instantly like I couldn't even catch up to where I should be to understand this. Um, and you go ahead.
2: Sorry, just to, to kind of build on your case here, um, a good point you make is, is about like letting letting it breathe and um, giving it that space. Inception does that perfectly because in my mi- yeah. in my mind, I've had this kind of comparatively to to Inception, and I think this is probably the closest thing he's made to Inception since then, and just in terms of the atmosphere yeah, and all that I stuff. Agree. Um, there's just just in my mind, one of the scenes that. I picture when I think about inception is the scene with Leo and Ellen page where everything starts turning. Dude. And that's mm-hmm. he's explaining things, mm-hmm. right? Like that, that the whole point of that scene is to explain yes. the world. Ellen page does is that- playing
1: the character of the audience. She is representing <laughs> yeah. the audience and she doesn't understand. And so Leo is explaining it to us through her Denzel. But, sorry, not Denzel. I know you're- John David <laughs> Washington Moment Like the second, first of all, by the way, this is me and Jake having this conversation about this movie. So when Fleur Delacour was explaining to Denzel how that <laughs> works, and then all of a sudden Edward is, like, here, and he already gets it. And then you've got this Diane Kruger lookalike, and her and Lupin are, like, off on a boat somewhere. And then Kickass is there, and he's, like, explaining this stuff on a whiteboard. No one knows what the fuck is going on. And then Michael Kane we're just going to throw in there for shits and giggles. At OSHA. So. Can,
3: can I just say, Lindsay, you need to be making ending and Explain Poorly
2: videos. Because
1: yeah, that was hilariously
2: perfect. perfect. Um,
0: you you know win. what I think?
2: But yeah, that's-
0: Before you go on, Seth, that scene that she's referencing with the bullets where he's picking them up. Um, uh-huh. I feel like that scene thinks it's doing yes. What, yes. What, what you said. Yeah. But they literally
1: say... Don't think about it. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Cody, yep. straight up. I have that written down. You literally have a character telling our character that's representing the audience and their understanding process. Say to them, don't try to understand it. And I was like, what?
3: Because there was three pages of the script that they had to cut. So then they're like, just put this <laughs> sentence.
1: Yes. I yep. literally, it feels like so much of this movie was cut. Truly. It feels like their backstories mm-hmm. were cut. I would I would be willing to bet money that it didn't even start that way. I would be willing to bet money that that wasn't scene one. Um, Nolan never released the it... script, so we won't know, but...
0: I bet it was scene one because, again, c- to compare to Inception, Inception opens with the big intense first, I have no idea what's going on, but it's loud scene, yeah. and so I-, I wouldn't be surprised if the e- the ending was his intention, but I think here, I think this may be where we all disperse from the same, because I think we can agree that opening scene is fucking crazy cool, oh, it's but yeah. bonkers. Then when, when they try to explain or not explain what's going on and she says, don't think about it, I go, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and, and mm-hmm. you guys all wanted more and didn't get it so i, I think that yeah. might be part of what's but what's the difference between each of us
3: oh 100 yeah. when she was like don't don't worry about it i was like oh, no i'm worrying about it right now yeah, yeah. And worried about it. that's the thing is like i think Lindsay, i'm kind of there with you where not necessarily um as down on it as as you are but the the mechanics of this world seem a little flawed because
1: yeah what are the rules bro okay
3: so there is radiation (laughs) from the future that is combined to objects that go back in time but how do people in the present time have those objects if they keep going back in time or am i crazy here
1: no that's that's another good point i mean yes the (laughs) the explanation of the whole thing not only was it not explained in the movie but the rules don't make perfect sense there seems to be things that are conflicting and even when i watched like yeah youtube breakdowns that helped me understand it was still like but but (laughs) i think you're forgetting a few key points here Mm
3: -hmm. well the funny thing is like i I mean seth we can get over you after this but like i i fully understood what the hell was going on sure some things i had to make up in my mind that maybe they don't work that way Mm -hmm. and whatnot um but there were those key pieces like the bullets that scene and then also the one where it's like okay i know you can be in two different time periods at a time but can there there was essentially three of john david washington so like how many of you can there be and when does one of them disappear (laughs) when, when does the other one morph back into you like does it never happen like are you forever running around with multiple people and it's like oh if you accidentally run into them at like a crosswalk you're dead yeah
0: i think that's
1: yeah because they that's do like, say, Jared. There, sorry, code, There's a scene where they straight say, "Don't run into your yeah, past self," yep, and then yeah. we don't even see that play out. Like we don't even see yeah. a third party character like do that and see. What I, the yeah, I, I think it'd be cool oh. if someone did
3: explode. That would have been cool. There are
1: so many You're setups right. and builds that's that a don't pay off, and there are payoffs that aren't set up, and it's just a raging clusterfuck. I'm sorry.
0: Mm, that's okay. Um, I will grant you that criticism, Lindsay. Is that's a checkoffs gun that they don't fire. And that yeah. sucks. Because I would love to have mm-hmm. seen that. Sorry, Seth, go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say, I think like through discussing all this, I a hundred percent agree with with a lot of what you're saying, Lindsay. And I think what I've what I, and i, I kind of had this thought, but I never really was able to put it together all until now, was um it, the tenant was missing that like that type of scene where they explain things done in a cool way like inception he did that he had all the exposition but he did it in a cool entertaining engaging way and that wasn't really done here it wasn't i was never fully engaged in terms of the story and my problem with the story meets what i thought was really awesome with the action and some of the way things were shot and the sound in terms of not the not the mixing and 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 the dialogue but the explosions and um the machinery and all that stuff i think that where that meets in the middle is me having a a good time with the movie and enjoying it but also i do think like you said it's a sloppy movie in terms of the the writing and and the story and even to some extent some of the world building so i think that I meet in the middle, and it's a positive. Like overall, I had a good time, and I'll probably watch it again. Maybe even try to understand it more. But there's definitely some serious flaws with it as well.
0: Absolutely. Did, <laughs> did you guys? I didn't, but I never do, so I'm not a good barometer of this. How early in the movie did you peg that he was important already in the future? And and you know the the reveal is that he founded the organization of Tenet which when it mm-hmm. happened I was like oh duh of course a movie would do that <laughs> but I never saw it coming did you guys did you did you see 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 that coming I think
3: not necessarily that but I knew that he he had something about him because uh Robert Pattinson's character kept protecting him or Keeping him more safe than, than an, an average person, I guess, in my mind. That's my point of view of seeing it. So I was like, okay, this guy, there's, a, there's something that this guy needs to get to a certain point in this movie to do something.
0: Mm-hmm. That's funny you say him because I also was never really suspicious of Robert Pattinson unless they told until they told us about him. So again, you know, maybe it was the recreationals, but that went way over my head. <laughs> but yeah, all, I mean, the, really- all, all the twists along the way and all of the oh my god, that was them. That all worked for me. Um, and so while I get that a lot of it was confusing and stuff, uh, I was still I was I was what they I was who they hoped was going to see this movie. Because I was um, able to go, I don't need to understand it. Oh, cool. Look, he's that guy. Oh, and he's that guy. And Robert Pattinson, oh, and he found, oh, cool. Like, that was me at the end of that movie.
2: I, I will say, and I think I need to rewatch it to, to see if, if I'm 100% right. But, so, I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that when that scene, at the first time around, where they're in the, the um, mass and stuff... Uh, and they're fighting in that room, and he, pull, Robert Pattinson, pulls off the mask of the guy, and he runs mm-hmm. away. I'm like, that's that's clearly their... I, I thought thought it was him. Um, I didn't think 100 think it was John. Yeah, Hader I thought it was him, him too. But, like it was their doubles, um, but yeah. So right then and there, I knew we'd be back there. Um, mm. and and so when that's there, there's a big chunk of dialogue in there where you can't understand it. Um, and I made a point in my head at that point to be like, so when we come back here, because I know we are. I bet we'll be able to hear this. I wonder if I can hear it clear. And from what I remember, I I thought I could understand it better. Mm-hmm. So, I think they I think part of the the dialogue not being able to understand it was intentional. Um but still doesn't excuse it. Um 100%. Um but I I knew pretty early on that there would be that they would be back interacting with each other somehow. So, yeah. that's that's the only clue I had. Um otherwise I was still trying to put everything together as I went on.
1: So, but that just comes back to John David Washington is supposed to be playing the part of the audience and therefore we are supposed to be learning as he learns. And that's like what they do so well with Ellen Page in Inception. And then you take him in this and we have this bullshit scene with Floor Delacour where she's like, hey, yeah, like the bullet moves backwards and like, don't think too much about it. And he's like, okay. And then we just go. And there's just like no more, like you see Ellen Page even after that scene with Leo there's still moments where she's like being explained things right or asking questions or Mm -hmm. she's like what's going on like the audience would be and that's a smart tool that a lot of filmmakers use when something's confusing is they have someone play a part of the audience so that when you're explaining it to them it doesn't seem so like i don't know dumbed down i guess you would say And Mm -hmm. I just feel like the second that we left that room with the gun, which already I thought was a shit metaphor. Had you, had you actually Mm -hmm. set it up? I I wanted us to see someone come backwards. I wanted, um, Jake and I talked about like, I want to see the room that they go into. I want to see them step into it. I need some physical representation that like, this is now happening. Like this reversal process is now occurring. Had we had a good, um, explanation i probably would have felt a lot different about it but they do this quick little explanation that i didn't even get john Mm -hmm. david washington jdw is like dope and then from there on out (laughs) he just like is the mastermind and knows what's going on no never once do we see any sort of like learning curve after that and so that that was really hard for me um because i felt like i just didn't have anything to hold on to
2: Mm -hmm. yeah there were a a few moments i oh, sorry. The, there were a few moments in the early on when they like, like you said, they kind of gloss over it um, of kind of how the time stuff works and the tenant stuff works and all that. Um, the they there's a few times where that happens when you're just kind of like, okay, like this happens now. Like how how do they how do they do this? I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. specifically like when the car is going backwards, right? Um, like that just kind of happens. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, like because it's not explained really well up front. It's it just doesn't make a lot of sense till later. I think as the movie goes on and I, I start to understand, understood, understand, wow, understand stuff more. Um, I that made more sense, but yeah, especially early on, like even like the first hour of the movie, it just is kind of like not set up well of what the whole time thing is.
3: It's it's almost this weird thing of you don't know what's going on, you then figure out what's going on, but then when you start thinking more about what's going on, none of it makes any more sense.
1: Yeah, I completely agree.
3: <laughs> yeah, because like you're saying now that car thing, okay, they're going backwards. So they're going backwards in our world.
1: Yeah.
2: That's but then, weird. But then yeah. I mean obviously later then, you know, that that happened because they went back, but <laughs> I think once once um once they go through that that scene where um is that is that sorry, the Fleur Delacour is that actually her? Like yeah. the actress? Oh absolutely.
1: The one that oh, teaches that's... him the gun thing. That's Fleur Delacour. Yeah.
2: Yep. Okay. <laughs> um but anyway, um when uh they, they do that scene where um they're like through the glass when they're they he shoots shoots the shoots the blonde girl in the stomach. Um that I think that's when I start to understood it, understand it because they kind of go through it a little bit. But yeah, up until that point, it's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. The Oh, so, you're, when Lupin's on the other side with her? Yeah. Sorry, I will stop using my... That is truly the way Jake and I got through this conversation is by using <laughs> all the nicknames. Um, I don't know his name, but the husband, the mastermind, if you will, the guy yeah. that, that yeah. originally found the... Satar. Shit. Satar, correct. Satar. Yeah. So,
0: I wonder, do you think part of the problem stems from the fact that we need we need John David Washington to be a total badass, super smart ass kicker, but then we also want him to be ignorant and therefore carry us through the learning? Because with Ellen Page in Inception, she's never in charge, she's never the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And so, do you do you think Lindsay that by making him the protagonist and making him so capable of picking things up quickly, he just outpaces our ability to keep up as an audience is, is that, do you think where the problem lies? Like if, if he was more green, I I guess, uh, and, and, or if he wasn't the main character, do you think one of those things would have helped and, and is, is mashing them together part of the issue? Or is that possible to do even if you do have the protagonist be the learner?
1: Um, I'm hesitant to use the word ignorant, but I, I get what you mean. I mean, we have seen, there's multiple movies where the lead, take Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter doesn't know a damn fucking thing about the Wizarding World. And, and we are with him the whole time learning it and seeing it. And he's still not, uh, weak. He's still championing, or he's still uh, like victorious in everything that he's doing. Obviously we see him stumble and make, um, mistakes and yada, 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 but um, there needs to be, I mean, I think, (laughs) truly, I think there's just countless problems, but yes, I think it would be nice to see him learning for longer. He's pretty confident quickly, and it gives me nothing to root for. Like, I don't have, I'm not rooting for anybody, because nobody's, like, overcoming something, no one's the underdog, they're all just, like, pretty good at what they're doing and it just seems like there's lack of honestly i mean like i said there's more issues that it's just going to stem for me but um i think yeah even like um him and robert pattinson because robert pattinson is pretending not to know what the hell is going on which is another thing i would love to get into at some point because why why couldn't he just been like yo i'm so and so i know what's up come here like, why is he pretending like he doesn't know anything or understand anything? So he does.
3: I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the reason he does that is because no matter what is going to happen, it's going to happen. But then if you find out how the future goes, something could change. That's why those people at the end had to be. Uh. Taken to the battlefield in those shipping containers because they couldn't see the other people, otherwise it would change what the outcome would be. Does any of that make sense or am I just uh,
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's so much that they're gonna change what's gonna happen as it is they just don't want them to know. Okay. Because pat what Pattinson believes is that time is time, everything that's happened has already happened. So he thinks that he is just acting out a predetermined pattern. And I think his motivation is not straying from that pattern, but he also doesn't think that it's possible to stray from the pattern. Exactly.
1: See, this is my issue with this whole fucking movie is it's just always contradicting itself. Like if everything that has happened will always happen and has always happened, then that shouldn't be an issue. And so should running into yourself (laughs) in the past or in the other, whatever the fuck other timeline that should also not matter because if it literally doesn't matter, then it doesn't matter. You got to fucking pick a lane pick one you can't do both yeah
0: they Sorry, kind of skirt no. around <laughs> well this was I mean feel free to yell this was part <laughs> of the that we had way back when, when we were talking about Avengers Endgame I and was the time just having there. the same
2: thought mm.
0: yep and the idea of is it multiple timelines does does changing the past change the future and what Tenet has decided is that time travel doesn't mean you pop up in the other place you've got to actually work backwards through time to get to where right, you're going right because it's not I think time is, travel Exactly. And so it's I think that's awesome time. and creative and cool, but that is the problem that it, that it brings up because time travel is always going to end up with the question of is free will a thing? Can I change the the past and then change the future? And Pattinson would tell you no in the movie. Um, I don't know. It could also be the case that he was ordered by John David Washington in the future to not tell him when he went back until the time is right or you know, until this happens, then you can tell me Mm -hmm. it may have been an order. Um, I don't know, but you're right. It does seem contradictory that he won't say why he's there. If everything is already set in stone Mm -hmm. that, that one I'll give you that he's, he seems to be talking out of both sides of his mouth there.
1: Yeah. I
0: love that. That piece right there though, that you need to actually walk your ass backwards through time. Mm -hmm. I think is really interesting and cool. I guess, can someone help me (laughs) with why there's ever more than one of someone?
3: See, that's where I was confused, too, because so John David Washington goes back and you find out he fights himself, but there's three of him at one point.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of Robert Pattinson's. So like, why does someone, I may have answered the question myself. When, when you walk into that circle-y chamber thing, um, the turnstile, does it create another copy of you and the guy that walked in now is going backwards and there's a copy of you still going forward? That wasn't made clear to me, but it seemed like every time the bad guy would make a loop, uh, there would be another one of him. Mm-hmm. And that, that I, I don't know if that was explained or yada yada I just don't know what, why that is the case.
1: Oof. Okay so I guess I will Maybe attempt to take a stab at this one Based on the <laughs> research that And the conversation that Jake and I had You're like and this is what I tried To say really quick when we were talking to. They're not time traveling No one is time traveling so The if you look at the future Like a like a painting Right and it's like this is The start and this is the end from left to Right on a canvas there is only a limited Amount of whatever for time and you're at the end, mm. and you're reversing going back, your current self is still there. So you're going to see yourself, because it's that, that's, a, that's already on the canvas. It's permanent. So you're, now you're working your way backwards, and so you just happen to be going in reverse. Like, you're not un- rewinding. Uh-huh. You're not time jumping. You are just purely walking on the plane backwards. And that helped Jake and I a lot, and that is the fucking problem, and that is the problem with the stupid bullet gun metaphor thing that they did is that it didn't explain that. We were like, oh, there's this thing that's traveling through the past, it's traveling through the future, it's time jumping. No, 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 no. it's not. It's been left there, and its trajectory is backwards, so when you interact with it, it is still moving backwards. Um, It's... Uh, it's complicated, and it's not something that's ever, to my knowledge, been done before or explained before, which is exactly why it should have been done way more in depth. Like, time travel stuff, we've seen enough now, you make an endgame reference, which, yeah, all he has to do is go, no, 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 it's not like Back to the Future, it's like this, and we're like, great, got it, move on. Like, it's that (laughs) simple. But if you're going to take a completely new version of some sort of um, time fluidity if you will um you need to really explain that because we've never seen that before and you're right it does it does bring up a lot of issues with like um even you know talking about the end when what's his what's lupin's name what's his name
3: kenneth Um. rano setar
1: Setar, satar so satar Satar, when so say like what has always happened has always happened so when she is coming when diane kruger lookalike is coming back on the (laughs) boat and she sees herself dive off after just having killed him she killed a different version of him which is why the one that still exists she can get back on the boat and continue her life forward with that guy so it's just another version of him it's not uh it's it's separate. It's completely separate.
3: Well, that's how he ultimately dies. So the one in the past that she goes back to see, a week later, that's him that dies, right?
1: Um, The one on the boat that yeah. she shoots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So he dies, and then the one... Where did they say the other one was? See, this is what's so... Like, its it could have been done... Uh, just infinitely better
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. well i mean they do uh like again you know that bullet scene they're supposed to use that as kind of a hey this is what's happening but they also drop the the grandfather paradox quite a bit and be like this Mm -hmm. is how time works where it's like you can't go back kill your grandpa because then you wouldn't exist um i'm curious now Lindsay. you brought up a great point of okay you're always just one person you can go forward and backward but if you're going backward do you unage then
1: See, it's interesting, we, we were discussing that um, because of Pattinson, because he knew John David Washington in the future, and he waited a long-ass time to come back to that moment where John David Washington didn't know what was up. Um, so we talked a lot about what that would mean for his age, uh, specifically because have you guys heard the theory that Robert Pattinson is their kid? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 So with that theory, then it's like, yeah, how long did he, like, at what point did he start traveling back? And, yeah, how does all the de-aging stuff work? And I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Do you,
0: okay. So one thing, first of all, for you, Lindsay, um, it wasn't, it wasn't um, Lupin. It was Lockhart. Uh, Gildor Lockhart. <laughs> you're, is right. That same actor. you're right. You're right. Kind of I was like, Not I was like really? Is that actor in there? Because the guy that played Lupin and, was in Wonder Woman. And so him I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, was Kenneth Branagh in Harry Potter? Yeah. And I just looked it up. I, I had forgotten he was Gildor Lockhart. He's Lockhart. Um, you're right. Um, um,
2: wrong and also L. Lupin. Wrong
0: so
3: anyway, Lupin is Randy in
2: um, I'm Thinking of Anythings, too. So I, I've recently seen oh, him in a really? movie as well, <laughs> too. Oh, that is that guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's funny. Um, okay, so you, you go through the turnstile, you're working your way back through time, and then you get in another turnstile, and now you're going forward again in time. So it seems to me like that's what Robert Pattinson has been doing, is he's just working his way back, and then all and then he gets to a point where he flips it back around, and then he goes forward in time. Um, so I guess we have to assume that each time you do that, each time you go through a turnstile, a new copy of you is created. And so... That would mean that J.D. Washington and uh, Robert Pattinson have done this a bunch of fucking times. Because if there's at least three J.D. Washingtons, then he's cycled through that at least three times. And then if there's more Pattinsons than that, and I suspect—I don't know—but I suspect that a bunch more of those foot soldiers were more Pattinsons. If this—if this is how it works, um, and that because you could just make yourself an army right there. You wouldn't need a bunch of people. Um, but all of that part with the duplicates and all of that is it if i told you there is no answer if 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 you asked christopher nolan if you sat down across from him and said what the fuck is going on and he <laughs> said i don't know i didn't think that part out you just take it for what it whatever you want are you pissed yes uh, i i think i think i hear yes that you guys want to know all of the explanations cuz i can be fine with that's confusing but whatever i've just watched the movie and it's rare that i'm able to do that for maybe it was the the recreationals but like (laughs) um i was pretty willing to go along with just what what was in the story and then not expand out i love doing that now but it sounds like i'm hearing from all of you guys that you would have gotten more out of the movie if you had more concrete this is exactly what's happening here
3: yeah essentially um because now that we're even talking there's other things like i feel like uh Aaron Taylor Johnson literally comes out of nowhere. You don't really understand who he is. Um, and then mm. also that whole last 15 minutes is just things happening. And you can kind of understand what's going on. But, yeah, I would love to just sit down and be like, dude, what is happening? Who are these people? Why does this dude own this, like, Russian base that he's hiding this stuff in? Like, what, what, what is going on?
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: I, f- I feel that- like –
0: Sorry, so Jared. You're getting at th- so okay. So I, I, I I'm not saying let's stop criticizing. I want to keep doing it, but the part of the reason why I don't I didn't feel the need to do that was exactly what you're driving at in that last 15 minutes. Everything that was happening on in that battle in those last 15 minutes was the coolest shit I've ever fucking seen. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> why <laughs> so, I didn't
3: even question. There, I was like, I'm I'm along for the yeah, ride.
0: There is a shot in this movie where. Correct me if I'm wrong here but a building unexplodes and then re-explodes <laughs> twice and it so it's unexploding and then while it's exploding in the top of it it's unexploding in the bottom and then somehow that all gets flipped and it unexplodes at the top and re-explodes at the bottom and that fucking 10 seconds and i know you guys all know what i'm talking about I, that was me going all right, uh, I'm, okay with, <laughs> I'm okay with all the rules because that was the sickest shit I've ever fucking seen. And I don't know how you've put that on film, but it was perfect. And that that's why that shot in and of itself was me just going like, all right, we're good. It gave me that, I'm fine. And And see,
3: that's <laughs> yeah. even what I said is he used sleight of hand in the form of spectacle and action to distract you mm-hmm. from things that potentially might not have a clear answer, let alone an answer actually in this movie.
1: But yeah. my issue with yeah. that is that that is not the Christopher Nolan we know. I don't right. think that that is true right. at all. I doubt that you, Cody, the the, the predicament you just posed, that if I cornered him in a room and I was like, I want an explanation for all this. I doubt he's like, oh, no, I just like this was some cool ass shit. And I just
3: uh, <laughs> I want to explode a building, but re-explode but, it.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> no way. I think there is a clear-cut explanation and it was poorly executed. And like I said, I'm very curious to know at what stage of the process that happened because I see some real shit editing work in terms of um, chopping out any space for breath. Like, when actors mm. perform a scene, there is specific, there is a breath in places, there is a pause in place, and it's it's uh, got a rhythm to it. That's what pacing is. That w- That's, for me... Um, something I'm very, very sensitive to in films um, and something I really enjoy looking at. And it seems like somebody was like, this movie is long and super fucking confusing. We better chop it down because there are times literally in like early scenes, I can remember, I'm pretty sure specifically in the Michael Caine scene and then the the walk, (laughs) yeah, which, oh my God. And then the walk and talk with, Oh, maybe Pattinson at the beginning where we straight up skip action, which is not the way you edit a film. Um, And to try to explain that to people that maybe aren't as filmmaker savvy, like when John David Washington is sitting in a chair then if he gets up out of that chair, we need to see that action. Like we don't need to watch the whole thing. We don't need to watch him stand up and walk over, but we need to at least see him start to stand up so that when we cut back to him and now he's standing closer to the other character he's having a conversation with mm-hmm. specifically the Michael Caine scene, we need to see that happen because otherwise your brain as a human goes, "What? Well, that's not the way people move. Like, I don't understand. He just like teleported. We need to see the action and you cut on action always as an editor, and I know very little about editing, but I'm trying to learn more because it's a big part of directing. You always cut on the action. Otherwise it's like, Mm -hmm. where did they? how did they get there? And they did that so much that it, it's just horrible filmmaking, quite frankly. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say, except for that some editor was like, this is really long. It's already two and a half hours long and it's confusing as fuck. We got to trim it down. Um, You know what? That, can you remember that that now you
0: i think what you've done right there Lindsay, is you've put a pin on why do i never feel like i'm aware of anything in this Mm -hmm. like i've there there's the confusing time shit. fine but also like who am i talking to why am i talking to them how did we get to here how long has it been all of those things, I think, is exactly what you're driving at. And I think it's causing a lot of just, like, disorientation. Yes, And it's absolutely. hard to pinpoint if you're not that familiar with editing. But I think that's a lot of what's driving it. And it begs the question, uh, let's assume for, for a second that Nolan shot everything and had it the way he wanted it. And in the edit, the magic was lost. If I said there's a three-hour and 45-minute tenant director's cut where everything is explained and all the editing things are fixed are you interested in seeing that movie
1: absolutely if it's that fucking long Abs i would see a five-hour director's cut if it's if it's nolan actually like his true vision and also by the way we don't know that this wasn't nolan in editing we don't right. know that right this could have also been him who knows he's getting old maybe he's losing his marbles but um but yes, absolutely. Because I truly feel as a filmmaker that we are missing stuff. And that is part of the confusion. There are even, I mean, there are scenes heavy. Like it's, Seth knows, he watches Marvelous Miss Maisel. I wrote down in my notes as I was watching it this feels like a fucking Amy Sherman Palladino thing for the amount of like da 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 that you you've lost me. I'm like still trying to process the last thing he said. And you guys are six lines ahead and I'm so fucking lost because they cut out every breath that was in there. And then not only did the, they cut out the breath, but then we like finish some crazy. I think I'm, um, I'm trying to remember them specifically. Cause honestly, my memory of the whole thing is awful. Cause I had nothing to hold on to, but we cut straight from like a heavy back and forth. Michael Caine dialogue. Now, sure. now he's walking and talking with um, Priya and, like, they're, like, da, da 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 And I'm, like, I still didn't even grasp the last scene. And we're, like, <laughs> in it. We're in it. We don't get... Like, that is what long, wide shots of somebody walking down, like, a road and, like, looking at things are for. It's so that your brain has a second to process, retune back in, and ready to accept new information. You can't make a fucking film like this. It's just... <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I'm frustrated by it because I do see the potential in it. I see the potential in it, and that's why I really do want to know if this was shit from script form, if this was shit when they were shooting it, or if this is in the edit. But there's definitely some shit in the edit. I can tell you that for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Are you signing up for another hour of this if it fills in your blanks?
3: Probably because I do like to know what the hell's going on. Um, again, this is a goofy weird movie because um i think i was definitely on Lindsay's level the first time i saw it and again i haven't seen it a second time but sitting with it and trying to talk it out in my mind i i, I got a little bit higher on the film but i still am just the more i talk about it now i'm like i don't know what's going on um there's mm-hmm. one concept and i don't know if you guys are aware of it and we haven't really even talked about it is do you know the whole satar <clears throat> square situation
0: no, uh, I know it because I watched your uh, ending explain poorly yeah yeah,
3: yeah. so uh, Lindsay I, I think Seth you do you know me. about this you told me about it yeah so uh Lindsay in this this whole like ancient thing is it, it's a satar square and at the core of this were essentially it's five different words that come together to form a five-sided or a four-sided paludrome palindrome or whatever um where tenant is in the middle but the first word is um i think it's opera satar. oh no satar yeah the first word is satar who is the main care or the main bad guy then the second word is aeropost which is opera backwards or whatever um that is the name of the guy that sold the fake painting i believe uh, tenant okay. obviously the title and then also the end 10 minutes backwards 10 minutes forwards 10 tenant um, opera the Opera house and then Ro- Rodos is the name of the Freeport company um, that they have to steal the painting from so there's this concept of this ancient puzzle that they found I guess the earliest dating back to Pompeii or whatever somehow Nolan factored all of this into the movie and strategically place these items or these people in certain places and I'm trying to like I explained it all but I think that there's a deeper meaning to this like is this a him trying to say that you can watch this movie from almost any angle and you're gonna get the same concept or is it where it's just tying back to time where it's like no matter what you do it's gonna end up the same
1: oh boy oh,
3: I wonder if he could watch it backwards. I I don't know. I mean, that's the thing: is get
0: the DVD and watch it in reverse.
3: (laughs) If if he did it that way, that is stupid. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I agree. I
0: agree. Can you fucking imagine if like, you would need to record all new dialogue? You couldn't do the dialogue. Yeah, that's
3: what I'm (laughs) thinking. Like, like the first hour, the first hour wouldn't work. But I'm wondering if the reverse scenes would actually make like look right
2: well, if
0: you're no get this though if you're if you watch it see and this is what I fucking love about this um if you if you started this movie at the end of it and watched it backwards, then it's a movie about Robert Pattinson he becomes the protagonist now, and he is trying to work his way back to the point at which he meets uh j d Washington hmm. and he meets him in the opera at the very beginning of the movie so that that's what happens is if you flip the order of events or at least our perspective of them you you, what you take is robert pattinson's point of view and then you walk your way all the way back until you have to switch it so it's almost like him and jd washington are the turnstiles Mm -hmm. um at the beginning and the end of the movie and then everything that happens in between is either going forward which is washington's perspective at least for most of it or uh Pattinson yeah so I think that would be really fucking cool it's wishful thinking to say this but if there was an alternate dialogue track and you could watch the movie backwards I think it would make some sense I I bet you I bet you he went to some effort to try to
3: make that Mm -hmm. happen and and that's
0: the other thing I would bet is I would bet anything that when he goes into the turnstile in the middle of the movie to save her that that is either very close to or exactly at the midpoint of the runtime. Mm. That was one thing that I, in the in the movies I was like, oh they're reversing time, we must be halfway through. And um I would bet that that's the case. That seems like the kind of shit Nolan definitely paid attention to.
3: Yeah, and oh. th- that's the thing is like I don't know if this all of this necessarily makes it a better movie in my eyes, but I'm very curious. I like to figure stuff out. I like when I- things are hidden and then people break them down and it changes kind of your perspective mm-hmm. on things. Um, because another thing I was reading is that same sitar Square or whatever you can rearrange the letters and essentially it's like something that says like for God or our Father or something, but then also the sign of a and O aka Alpha Omega which goes to religion and Christianity and all of that oh
1: my God. which ties into
3: the beginning where the dude is like welcome to the afterlife yeah so I'm like is is the protagonist dead the whole time like it, it is honestly the more and more I read the more and more I'm like I don't understand this movie
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say one thing and then I want to hear from Seth what what I've always said as as a filmmaker is if you have to leave a movie and watch a breakdown or read a bunch of theories or read a thorough diagnosis of what you saw or what all the hidden metaphors and meanings are, I think you failed as a film. <laughs> I, I truly believe that. And I'm all for the art of it. And I like hidden things. I remember seeing nocturnal animals and being disappointed and, and leaving and reading all the different, like, hidden little things that I've, I had missed. Or um, what was that water water mermaid man movie <laughs> that did so well Shape, shape of Water. yes thank you that shape, I did of water. shape of water there's a lot of hidden stuff in that too where they're like oh, they're like the print on this couch is <laughs> is equivalent to this star sign which is is showing us the metaphor that this is where they're headed like it's and i was like you know what no um all that is cool and if you take some time to put some thought into that extra afterwards fine but at the end of the day you're making a piece of entertainment for the common audience and if they can't leave your movie with minimal questions like um i was talking to someone in between our anyway um, and he was. We were talking about Inception, and he was like, "You know, some people didn't like Inception, and they were confused by Inception." And I was like, "But Inception has the right amount of confusion. Like, you leave that movie with a few questions. You talk it through with people. Great. You should not ever leave a movie needing a full-on third party to break it down for you. And that's just my personal beliefs."
2: Well, I, I don't think you're gonna like. I'm thinking of ending things. So. <laughs>
1: seth hit me with your uh hit me with your tenant thoughts
2: well i was just gonna say i mean i think everything's pretty much been said but um in terms of um what i think will happen with this movie in the future because i i thought since the beginning i thought of this had the thoughts of like how is this going to be looked at in 10 years or Mm. five years because i think inception I, i mean everyone loved it walking out or at least enjoyed it walking out and the longer it got from it and more people analyzed it and researched it, the more and more people loved it. Will that happen I, with Tenet here? Will, will people start to research more? And maybe, and here's the thought I was having, is that when it comes out on VOD or Blu-ray, Blu-ray or whatever, I feel like there's going to be stuff people... I mean, this movie is going to be analyzed second by second, right? Frame by frame. Yeah. But um, is there going to be something that, that someone finds while watching this? And it'll explain something. It'll explain everything. Maybe you see something in the background or maybe, maybe there is something that's obvious that we just aren't seeing or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, I feel like some, they're, they're going to analyze this movie and find something in here that maybe not changes our minds on it, but like adds something or um, changes the way we think about something with the movie. Um, So that, that's what I'm interested to see is going forward, multiple viewings for people, more research and, all that stuff and and I know Lindsay that goes to your point of like you shouldn't have to do that. I think it's cool and fun in this case. Um but I you know I do agree there there are levels of needing to understand something walking out of a movie. Um but anyway, going back to the tenant thing, um I can't I, I can't wait to see in three to five years what people say. After multiple viewings mm. and stuff like that, because it could be completely different. Interstellar actually has that. Um, a lot of yep. people hated that movie when they saw it in the theater, like hated it and have come around to it over over time. So um, actually I, I remember even more backlash on Interstellar than Tenet from the theaters. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a weird time. I don't know how many people have actually seen Tenet. Especially yeah. because, yeah. Um, That's you know, a lot of filmmakers live in L.A. and we can't see it unless you drive to Vegas, so. Yeah. But, uh, um, but fair point. I, can I pose a question to Seth? Because he hasn't got to say a lot and I have a thoughts and I would like to know his thoughts. I've t- I have two thoughts for you, Seth. I want to know what you thought of John David Washington as the lead. So we'll start there. And then I want to know what you thought about our only female... <laughs> Pretty much, and her arc, and also the the casting and acting on that.
2: Um, I mean, I like John David Washington a lot uh, in general. Um, I didn't think this was his strongest performance, but I don't think he there was a, he felt pretty flat throughout the whole movie to me. I, I, I didn't I didn't feel, but I also don't think he was given a lot to do. Also, in agree. terms <laughs> of in terms of like, you know, like real deep stuff. It was just pretty. I mean, it's it felt way more like an action movie to me than in a lot of cases than any other Nolan movie where there has to be at least some character development <laughs> um so I didn't feel like a, <laughs> I, I didn't feel like a lot was going on I mean there was some character character development form in this but it just it didn't really it didn't really feel that deep um and, and then I mean kind of the same thing with uh the the female lead um it didn't there, there wasn't a lot there. It didn't, I mean, there was the story with the the kid and whatnot, but it all just felt very service level. Um, it, unfortunately, felt like it could have been anyone in that role. You know, and anyone could have played that part. Uh, it just never felt too. It, it just didn't feel like a like almost. Wa- it felt like wasted almost. It didn't feel like a very important part. So anyone could have really been that person
1: absolutely it's something uh that we talk about as filmmakers a lot when you're reading scripts or something um but also yeah yeah it's like is this a wasted opportunity is that joke you just made a wasted opportunity did you just have a setup for a funny thing for an interesting thing and did you just uh go right past it um yeah it's something we we talk about a lot and i think you you see that a lot in this movie um yeah, I think John David Washington. Yes, I I would agree that I don't know that he was given a lot to do. Um, I liked Black Klansman a lot, but I he truly didn't wasn't the standout for me in that film. The script was phenomenal, and I would put mm-hmm. um, both Topher Grace and oh, um, uh, this is what happens when I drink. I forget name. <laughs> Adam Driver. <laughs> Thank you, Adam Driver. Driver um, before him, in terms of performance. Um, so jury's still out on him for me I would love him to be great I've you know but he is the son of quite a famous actor so those are big shoes to fill all yeah. all the same if you didn't tell me he was Denzel's son I'd still be like um we'll see I'd, i I will agree with you that I don't think they gave him a whole lot to do and then by the way one of my biggest we haven't even gotten here sorry one of my biggest issues with this freaking freaking film is if I see another fucking film of, oh, this pretty girl who I barely know, I'm gonna risk the entire (laughs) fucking world for her mm-hmm. happens. And he makes
0: no other concessions. No not, other not concessions. Not a single other concession in the entire movie, but her. Yeah, uh-huh. that pissed me off too, actually. Yep,
1: and, and Pattinson's like, sure. Like, no one questions him on it. No one's like, bro, this seems like a shitty decision. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> They're all just like, sure, we're gonna go back in time for this one broad who you've met once, who's married, who you haven't fucked, who you have no <laughs> connection to whatsoever. I'm, and everyone's cool with it.
3: I'm curious here. Now, is this Nolan doing some tricky tricky by playing into, that's how other movies play things out, by just calling the main character the protagonist?
0: Uh, there's got to be some, because there's, so two things. Um Shit, I just completely fucking blacked out one of them. No, you've got um it.
1: Girl, empty girl the, character, you're risking the world for. Oh,
0: yeah. So, uh, why why did Robert Pattinson not stop him? I think... I think the character would tell you because he already knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. and he has to allow it to happen. Okay. but
1: I'm okay with that um, explanation.
0: But I still don't like, because that's, that has nothing to do with JD Washington and his motivation because we've been led to believe that he is cold calculating the mission comes first and he'll kill anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that he doesn't just for her and he knows her for 10 seconds. I agree that that pisses me off to your point, Jared, which I think is maybe a separate thing is when he specifically calls him the protagonist, what that to me says is there's a metaphor in here for filmmaking because mm-hmm. that's been, that's been something that's like commonly uh, in there in Nolan movies. There's a lot of um, I've seen multiple theories where inception is a, an analogy for filmmaking where uh, Ellen Page is set design. Uh, you know, you have the, the protagonist actors, et cetera, down the line. There's the, um, Tom Hardy's the actor because he can change how he looks Hmm. and talks. And then, you know, as you go through, each of them represent, like, an important part of a filmmaking uh, crew. And so I wouldn't be surprised if he's trying to say something about filmmaking here. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it could be. But I, I wouldn't, if you told me, here's this article about how this is an allegory about how movies are made, I would be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. Or at least, I'm not surprised that he did that.
1: I just don't like that. Like I said, if if you need an article to explain it to you, then you failed. And that's just... Yeah. Yeah. But. And
0: I, I think in general, I agree with you, but uh, I have had really positive experiences with movies I've needed to read up on later. I've talked on this show about um, Mother, mm. and uh, that was one that I watched, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I read... Some i had it explained to me and i was like oh fuck i actually really like that then that's really smart and cool and so i think it's it's hard to do both um and for me inception does that i'm with seth i'm, I'm just really intrigued to see like what's the study of this movie gonna look like mm. but i was also able to enjoy it just walking out of the theater so i, I feel like i'm a lucky one <laughs> in that
1: regard <laughs> thank you recreationals
0: Yes, shouts out to recreationals. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I think... Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like the whole movie was... There was no pacing, no build-up, no climax. We were always high. Everything was always high stakes. It felt like... <laughs> it felt like... You know how there's a scene in a lot of action movies where like things will be going along? It's usually right before the climactic ending scene. And your lead will get dropped into some sort of like mission or war zone or like uh yeah something's going on and the the person who's leading is like here's the rundown we're they're gonna come in from the left you're gonna come in from the north with the a team b team's gonna come in from the north and you're gonna you're gonna walk down this way And we're gonna kidnap him here and we're gonna like it felt like that was the whole movie like the whole movie was (laughs) like i got dropped in to the climactic quick end explanation of the chaos that's about to ensue
2: Gotcha. So, like, so, like cats, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) 1000% cats.
1: How did you read my mind, (laughs) Steffi?
0: I think it's like, I guess the way I feel in this movie is the way that Tom Cruise feels the first time he goes through that day in Edge of Tomorrow, where, like, he's they shove him into this fucking robot and they put him on the ship and some guys like here's what you're gonna do but you can't hear him because the fucking helicopter is right, so loud of course and then they drop him in and shit starts exploding and you're like uh, and tom cruise is like what the fuck is <laughs> i don't know where to go what do i why am i here and as an audience member i'm like i don't know tom but like there's some really cool shit going on around you so maybe fire the gun and the <laughs> whole all of tenet is that that scene of uh of edge of tomorrow Exactly. which is also a time movie so that's exactly
1: <laughs> but that explains my exact point which is tom cruise is confused and trying to figure it out and we didn't get yeah. anybody to do that with us and that yeah, left that whole movie is feeling... about figuring it out <laughs> but that left us feeling lost one. and in the dark and that that's a problem
2: uh, oh, no, no i don't want to watch sad. edge of tomorrow again mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah i know i really want to watch that again if that's on netflix i'm gonna watch it tonight um wow it, it makes well, me sad I guess guys it, yeah The good, I think what's good is we can see, we can point to the things we didn't like about this. Um, And it's not necessarily that Nolan sucks or that the acting was terrible. It's just that there were certain elements that made it hard to understand and that made it harder to like for some. And for me, like if I can pinpoint, here's what I didn't like, I'm happy. And so if, if all we've accomplished today is doing that, then I'm happy, even though I still liked it. <laughs> I'm excited to see it again though. Who knows? Maybe maybe next time I go see and I'm like trying to figure it out, it'll frustrate me and I'll get pissed and hate it. Ask me in a week if I still like it. <laughs> uh before we close out the spoiler section, any last thing you guys want to bring up?
1: I, I guess I want to know really quick from you all, uh, what did you think of the Robert Pattinson is the son um uh theory, I guess.
3: I think it makes sense because he does kind of have I mean at the end it looks like a john david washington and uh the woman are going to have a relationship of sorts sex uh, yeah sure we're uh, <laughs> gonna have some recreationals and get real down um
0: do you think she's a power bottom
3: potentially yeah. <laughs> i don't know i feel like she could yeah she could definitely you know power that bottom um the thing is though
0: <laughs> the thing
3: is, the, the the thing is he, Robert Pattinson does seem to kind of take care of um, Elizabeth Dobecky's character when she gets shot, which seems a little out of character, I guess. Um, oh, he interesting he, that that's what I got from it is like when she got shot and they were going back in time. He was kind of like making sure she's okay, and uh, the protagonist or John David Washington says like, "No, like we'll get a field like a nurse or whatever to take care of her, uh of her." Um, so it kind of makes sense if that's the case that they're going for.
0: I guess for me, it I don't need him to be the son, but if he is, fine. Um, you could also tell me that he just knows she's important to David, John David Washington. Like she would go on to become his wife or something, mm-hmm. and that's why he's protecting her. I'm fine with any of that. Um, so that's my thing. I don't need it, but I'm fine with it if that's the case. What do you think, Seth?
2: Um, I like that theory. Um i uh I don't know, I mean like you said i I don't need it, but yeah i think I think it's a cool theory and and again that's I think that's something that we'll discover more over time as as it gets analyzed and there's repeat repeat viewings and whatnot um I think that that may be something that becomes clearer after more rewatches and and that type of thing, so yeah it'll be fun to figure mm-hmm.
1: out it's a cool theory, It definitely will to people who don't know what yeah. we're talking about you should you should youtube it basically they they assume that uh edward (laughs) robert pattinson is the (laughs) (laughs) that was a genuine slip up robert pattinson is um her son so obviously post this movie john david washington and her become romantically involved and he's kind of a father figure to robert pattinson he grows up and he brings him into the um, organization and teaches him what's up, and within that, he realizes once Robert Pattinson's old, he's like, Oh, I know what you look like. I've seen you. You need to go back here. And because everything that has happened will happen and has always happened, he knows that he has to send Robert back, which is exactly why Robert knows what to do and where he needs to go, and yada, yada, yada. Um, which I like because it helps me, <laughs> as a filmmaker and viewer, um, reason why Robert Pattinson knows everything. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. a good explanation for that. Once again, would love some little hints and explanation within the film um, to lead us there, but uh, it is an interesting one.
0: I love the theories. There's going to be a whole... You could, you'll could, you be able to major in college in, tenet, in 10 years, <laughs> I think, is going to be what happens. Um, so as we welcome folks back from the spoiler, you probably realize you skipped a lot of time. We had a lot of stuff to talk about uh, when it comes to tenant and, and frankly, I don't want to cut much of it. So you're probably really deep into a really long episode right now. Um, but that, that's going to wrap up our tenant talk. So no spoilers from here, uh, as we, as we kind of wrap up here, but, uh, tenant, you're going to have to see it for yourself. Uh, tell, and tell us what you think, hit us up on, on Facebook and on Twitter at Soko show pod. Uh, and let us know what you guys thought. Were you confused? Were you able to put it all together? Did, you, did it matter if you were confused? Um, where were you at on tenant? We'd love to hear y'all's thoughts.